baby. Roman Reigns sucks. You fucking asshole. He took the E. He took the E. Generic rock music, yeah! The heel turn wrestling podcast. I just spat all over my fucking computer. That's hot. Anyways, it's Hipster Isaac, and I am here with Salty Cameron. Yeah, and um, in 2016, voicing your parent opinion is bitching. So yeah, there's gonna be a lot of bitching today. Then I guess. I, I like female dogs. Alright, let's get right into the news. And by news, I mean... Battleground. Battleground. Uh, a lot's happened since last time we did an episode. We're busy. I but told we're not going to be talking about that stuff that happened. Yeah. Unless it's yeah, we're not. <laughs> Raw and SmackDown this week. So. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, NXT is the shit. But it's losing most of the people because... For those of you who haven't been up to date, there's been a draft. They're, they brung that back. And uh, Cameron, what do you think about the draft last week? What, what do you think about that? The actual draft itself, I did not like it all. Um, I... I just didn't like the way they laid it out um, because they're putting all these pointless matches that nobody really cared about in between the draft picks, if you know what I mean. So it was yeah. kind of like, oh, this is kind of boring. Like, I don't know. It wasn't that entertaining. I wish. What if I would have done is I would have just literally made a show on the WWE Network that was just the draft. Like there was no matches in between. It was just pick after pick after pick after pick until all the all the wrestlers were taken. That's how I would have booked it personally. But uh, WWE wanted to make it squeezed in within three hours, if you include the network exclusive thing they had after the show. Um, yeah, I, we're going to be talking about our thoughts. I have something to say about the draft a lot, because I, I think it could have been better, but, you know, I'm just, just a guy in front of a microphone. And uh, we're also going to be uh, showcasing our interview with Grim Reefer, uh, those of you who don't know, former Ring of Honor, Jersey All-Pro, independent wrestling superstar. Grim Reefer, we're going to have him on a show. Really funny dude. Uh, <clears throat> I know a lot of you have been, been wanting to ask him that that Enzo Amore question, so don't worry, I got you there. And uh, we, We're going to be talking about Battleground. We're going to be talking about the new SmackDown Live that somebody doesn't like. Yeah, I don't like it. Well, first of all, I didn't think the actual show itself 
was bad last. It was I didn't like it was bad. Okay, let me just put it. It was bad. I didn't like it personally. But the thing I'm more scared about is the future of SmackDown, and I'll talk about that later when we actually get to SmackDown. Definitely. But yeah, so we're gonna talk about Battleground and Raw first. I I think so. Right before that, I want to mention our sponsor, Duck the Clothesline. Make sure to check them out, DuckTheClothesline.com. Uh, all these independent stars like AJ Styles, who isn't an independent star. He's actually in the fucking main roster now, but he was affiliated with that promotion and all that other jazz. Other people like Amazing Red, Rey Mysterio, uh, Sasha Banks rock the clothing line. So proud sponsors of Heel Turn Wrestling. Duck the Clothesline. Check him out right now. Use code HEEL for 10% off. Ain't that special? People like us. Sounds good. Yeah. So you want to start off with Battleground? All right. Or do you want to talk about the draft first? Okay, just real quick, real quick before the Battleground segment. Uh, I, I just don't like that Raw looks more superior. I thought that after building months and months to this draft they would want to do something different with SmackDown. I wanted to see, like, at least Finn Balor debut in SmackDown. Something something new, something different. I guess they just want to keep it the superior show. Uh, that, is something, that is something I agree with you with. Like, I know, like, a lot of people disagree with me when it comes to wrestling. Um, but that is something I agree with you with. It just, when you watched Raw this past Monday, it just felt more important than SmackDown. Did. Like, and the this- presentation for when they drafted people is horrible. It's like they just did it out of nowhere, too. Like, we're going to go with... Uh... Yeah, when, like, yeah, in, yeah. in any other <laughs> sport... In, chose whoever. Like, in any other draft in a sport, like, you, it's not just pick after pick after pick. You know, exactly. you have time in between picks. And, then, and obviously, WWE can't do that. It I would have liked to seen their reactions, the superstar reactions as well. And Cameron just left. I'll get him back. That was hilarious. But, uh, yeah, the draft could have been way better. Let me see if I can get Cameron. 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 He said BRB. All right, so I'm a salt. Uh, did you... <laughs> he says hold on. Okay, anyways. The draft, like... I don't know. The presentation was weird. I would have liked to have seen the, some of the superstars react to how they were drafted. They... It was really different from how they, it used to be. They used to show, like, that that weird puzzle of all the superstars before when they used to do the draft and have a bunch of them lined up and you didn't know who they were going to pick. But, you know, they, they just said it. They just picked it. So it, it's whatever. Uh, you know, I will say that this past week of wrestling's been intense. Uh, a lot to talk about. And Battleground... I didn't see it. I wasn't home to see that. I was at Lucha Libre Promotions NY. Make sure to check out Lucha Libre Promotions NY if you're in the New York area. They're a great luchador, uh, family-friendly. Well, I wouldn't say family-friendly kind of <laughs> like promotion because I got I to gotta just say my experience with them. Like It was unbelievable. They treat you so good there. But the fans are fucking intense. Not only because they said chants that I didn't understand, but... They threw beer bottles at the heels, wow. and it was fucking hysterical. Uh, hopefully, I'll get. Sorry for the technical. Clips. Sorry for the technical difficulties. I am Matt. All right, what's up? What happened? Something just happened with my Skype, but I'm all right now. Should be good. All right. Do you got the battle card? Battle card. The battleground card. Because I did. I didn't see all of it. I did see some segments. That I would like to talk about. 
Yeah, I do have the battle card here. Uh, Fuck you. <laughs> the actual show itself was really, really good. Like, uh, there was very little that I could complain about it. But it started off with the women's tag team match. Um, Dana Brooke and Charlotte against Sasha Banks and Bailey, who is her mystery partner, which I don't know about you, but I saw that coming. I saw it. It was cool. I saw it. Uh, yeah, Sasha Banks came out with Bailey, who apparently isn't going to stay in the main roster. She's got a she she was interviewed after that match and mentioned how she wants to stay in NXT right now to focus on the women's title. It's called the women's title, right in NXT. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So uh, you don't. I guess we don't have to expect the the hugger anytime soon. <laughs> That was that was that was something that I was kind of confused about because like she didn't show up on Raw the next night. By the way, and, um, if she does go to the main roster, that has to be SmackDown. Because if she if she goes to Raw, SmackDown's woman division means shit. It yeah, that's right. There's only three people there that people care about. But yeah, you, I agree with you on that. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you saw this match, but it's six man tag match was actually pretty good. It was the New Day versus the Wyatt family. The Wyatt family won. And Biggie took like a big fall, like and landed like right on his head. head. What? Hello. Yeah, I'm here. Not like your connection's like a little choppy. Oh, that's all good. Yeah, Valgrind. I, I, I don't know. I really did like Randy Orton's segment. That was funny. I did like it too, but yeah, I. It was kind of cool seeing Andy Orton back, but, like, I'm not really that excited for his match at SummerSlam because it's, like, when you've seen one Randy Orton match, you've seen him all pretty much because he does, like, the same thing every time, kind of like John yeah. Cena, but... What do, what do you think about uh, Randy Orton versus Lesnar? you think that was a random pick? I think Lesnar... Oh, God, I, we got to go into UFC 200 soon, but, yeah. I don't think... I kind of think it was random, but I saw why they did it because it, it, it does kind of... You know, scream out ratings for casual fans. You know that haven't watched in five, six years. You know, because yeah. when you know they used to watch five, six years ago, Randy Orton was probably the guy that they saw the most of him and John Cena. So, Randy Orton is a very well-known wrestler for casual fans, and then they see he's fighting Brock Lesnar, a guy that's been in, it just was recently in the UFC. I think that's a pretty big uh, selling match if you ask me for WWE and I, think it, I see it, it why they did it. It's going to sell tickets and I, I do think uh, the card after this week's going to be fucking stacked. Uh, it's going to be in Brooklyn. I don't know if I should go really because it's it's so expensive, you know, and I'm I, I really don't see a point of paying thousands of bucks even if you're not going to be that close to the action. But it is a pay-per-view nonetheless, and I think it is going to draw. Uh, anything else about Battleground that you want to talk about? Because I really didn't care. <laughs> um, no, not really. Everything everything pretty much except Natalia versus Becky Lynch was really good. Um, ex- uh, Darren Young and the Darren Young and Rusev match were just okay, but there was, there was I couldn't complain about it. So no, really, that pay-per-view was an 8 out of 10 for me. It was really good. It was one of the best pay-per-views I've seen in a while. And, um, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I'm gonna be looking at that soon. I've just been fucking busy right now. Uh, so, yeah, Battleground happened. And then, first ever, new hashtag, new era, <laughs> Monday Night Raw happened. And, 
it was fucking amazing. Yeah, it surprised everybody, and I know it surprised me for sure. Especially from somebody that literally craps on it every single week, because it isn't. It's let's be honest, Raw is very rarely good anymore. You'll get an occasional episode where it's like, yeah, it wasn't that bad, but for the most part, you, I know for me, for Raw, halfway through, I'm on my phone and I'm not really paying attention because it's just it three hours too much, and I kind of felt it towards the end, but it was so well booked that. I had it had my interest through the entire show. Like the fit, all, both Fatal Four Way matches were great. The main event was really good, and it's and a big surpriser for everybody is that Finn Balor actually won. Dude, he and beat I, Roman Reigns. I didn't even did? expect. Them. I think that's his punishment or something. Um, it, Roman Reigns looks like a druggie with that big fucking Santa beard. That's like just weird, you know. Uh, yeah. If I was Roman, this is how I'd book him right now. I'm gonna go straight down the line. First off, this is how you should book Roman in fucking the next upcoming pay-per-views. You gotta... Okay, they should've... They should've made him cut a promo after his match with Finn Balor, saying uh, he's not good enough and uh, I deserve more, something like that, or something teasing like a heel turn, because I really think that a heel... Oh, excuse me. A heel... Persona for Roman would be much better. He has the look. Uh, the crowd hates him. Let's let's face it. The crowd fucking hates him. They want to throw toilet paper at him. I would throw toilet paper at him. I would throw more at him. I'd throw like a battery at him if I could. Is that even legal? I don't know. But Roman just needs to fucking turn heel already. Uh, because there's yeah. a, there's a lot of faces, and we're in a time right now where there's not there there's wrestlers. There's not a, a baby face in a heel. There's just good wrestlers that you like. We need more bad guys, and he could be one of the best ones. The really only bad guy that you can say, oh, man, that's a good heel, is Kevin Owens. There's nobody else that's like, yeah, man, that's a, a heel right He's not there. only a, a good wrestler, but he's a talker, and I think Roman, even though he's not the best talker, heels don't have to be the best talker, even though it's a huge <laughs> bonus if they are. It's, a, it's the actions in the ring that could make a good heel, but exactly. you don't want to overdo it like... Roman, you I'm don't, not saying Roman can't wrestle because Roman could wrestle after that match you see with uh, Styles and and Styles. Yeah, but the thing is though, with Roman, if they want to book it right, they have to just you know be make him a heel by his actions, you know, doing heel stuff in the ring. But they can't overdo it like they did with Seth Rollins. I did not like Seth Rollins' uh, title reign when his first title reign because you know he literally. He never really had a clean match, which you can make an argument, oh, yeah, that's what a heel's supposed to have. But it was literally exactly. week in, week out. He cheated, and it was just it was to the point where it was annoying. And like, they don't do that a lot anymore, you know? Yeah, but they did it with Rollins, and I hated it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Roman Reigns, change the attire, bro. Change that fucking vest and shorts and uh, not even just shorts. They're fucking like cargo pants or some shit. Like, come on, man. You're not even from the military, but... Is he, is he from the military? I don't think so. Because apparently everyone in fucking WWE that's bulk is from the fucking military. But uh, but all I know is he's a Samoan dude, and they're pushing him because he's The Rock's cousin, and I don't care what anyone else says, that's a fucking fact. It is, it's true. And he's pretty. That's the only reason why he got the belt. That's kind of gay, but who cares? Well, We accept uh... everybody here at Heel Turn. <laughs> But uh, definitely put him a heel. Put him against whoever's the universal champion. Uh, like it, it would make money. 
that's that's just basically what I would do so far. We'll see how his storyline goes along. I don't know what the fuck they're gonna do with him and his stupid ass beard, but definitely change it up. We don't like the same thing, and you changed it up on Raw, and it was fucking amazing. Got three hours. I didn't even think about it. I didn't even think about how long it was because it was it was constantly good. The wrestling and storylines progressed. The commentary could have been better, even though Corey Graves killed it. I think that Michael Cole talked too fucking much. Just too fucking much. Just a mm-hmm. little. Just a little. Uh, Enzo Mori, one of my favorite talkers right now. I don't even oh, think he could do it. His promo at Battleground was so funny. How'd it go? Do you remember? Or, I don't remember how it went, okay. but I remember enjoying it. Definitely. I, lo- I love him on the on the microphone. And plus, if they want to split Enzo, I'm hearing that they want to split Enzo and Cass. You're a fucking dingus if you're thinking that, whoever that is. Like, come on. Like, Big Cass, like, will not be successful on his own. He'll be kind of like a Roman Reigns situation, I feel like. Yeah. Like, Vince will want to push Big Cass, but he's not ready. And he's in all these these big matches, but he's, I don't know. Big Cass kind of does the same thing. He goes out there, the big boot, that kind of tilt-a-whirl slam, the elbow. That's really all Cass does. And the thing is, I've got it. I like Enzo and Cass. Like, their matches with the Revival and NXT were good, stuff like that. But their matches on Raw every single week are the same exact thing. It consists of Enzo getting beat up the entire match. And then Cass comes in with the hot tag. He does the big boot. He does the tilt-a-whirl slam. He does the elbow, and then the match is over. It's how it is every single week, and it just it kind of gets it kind of gets stale. Definitely. Like that's I feel I felt like they should have been drafted this act on with Carmella because American Alpha and if that if them and American Alpha had a match, it would have been amazing. Definitely, uh, that would have been a good way to start off SmackDown and not have that shitty battle royal with a bunch of jobbers that nobody cares about. Oh God! Okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I like this fucking battle royal. It showcased a lot of talent. No, it didn't. Nobody it was, was a jobber. All right? Nobody was a jobber. Okay, fine. They're not jobbers. It was a bunch of tag teams and mid-carters. Sin Cara wasn't there. Was he? No, it was Kalisto. Kalisto oh. and Apollo Crews were the only good people of that match. Zack Ryder was over as fuck. Z- Zack Ryder botched twice. He messed he up an elbow. He tweaked his knee. Elbow drop. He messed up an elbow he drop. He tweaked his knee. He didn't botch. He tweaked <laughs> he his messed, knee. He messed up a freaking elbow drop. He tweaked his knee. He didn't botch. That wasn't a botch. The elbow There's drop thing was. There's a difference between botching and tweaking a botch. No, the, the elbow drop was a botch. That wasn't a botch. That's when he tweaked his knee on top rope. Remember? Then he no, fell and I... he fucked up. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> screw <laughs> Zack Ryder. No! I love Zack Ryder. Woo woo woo! Oh my God! Uh, Zack Ryder was over as fuck, man. Come on. Okay, fine. You can maybe make the argument for Zack Ryder, but who else in that match stood out? Kane. Absolutely, Kane. He it's eliminated the most it's people. 2016. Get Kane off my TV, please. <laughs> he he eliminated the most people, bro. That you don't what? know. He eliminated the most people. You don't know how they're gonna push him. It, maybe it's a good thing. I hate no, his it is beer, not though. a good thing. Yes, it Kane, could. Listen, Kane should not be pushed. <laughs> no, I'm not saying he he has to be, but if if they do, they wouldn't be. There wouldn't be a problem because he's a good bad guy. There'd be riots. There'd be riots. <laughs> no, they wouldn't. <laughs> YouTubers would refuse to Dude. review. There'd be YouTubers that like refuse to review <laughs> their stuff if Kane freaking made a push again. I would I, honestly, I would contemplate suicide if that happened. <laughs> 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. Change the getup. That's all I'm saying. He looks like there's a dog. Poop. No, just just there's no. Dog poop just on his face. He needs to just retire. No, just he doesn't. Show. He's he's like one of the great veteran heels that they need. The put over talent, but he should not be wrestling. Exactly. At so, I'm not telling. Like, you, I'm not saying oh, win the championship or anything. But like, if they change the getup, make it more serious. Change that fucking mask. I don't he think he be should great. be wrestling at pay per views, but I think he should. I think be. he should main event pay per views actually because he's a great heel. You're you're joking, right? I'm fucking serious, man. You put him against the biggest baby face. But the thing is, you, but you're, you no listen. You you're think not, he should main event a pay per view? This okay. is what you're not looking. This is, this Who is what do you think he should face? John Cena, Mark Henry. Why not? I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> no, I'm just fucking about that part. Uh, definitely not John Cena. I will put him against a new guy, a new guy that's on the rise. I don't know who do you who do you think is like the. The big guy right now. I would not put. I would not put Kane up against anybody. Some What you're not understanding is he could do so much. You got to look at the past, and he could definitely do that if they tell him change the getup. He could put over people, but Don't he should talk. not be main eventing freaking pay per views. He could though. He shouldn't. The matches would suck. It wouldn't suck. Have you seen his Daniel Bryan match? What? If he works with a smaller guy, I agree. If he works with a bigger guy, it would suck. But if he works with someone like Daniel Bryan, which was a great match. A great match. That would be a good, a good. Uh, yeah, but there's not very many sure. people that are like Daniel Bryan. It'll be a good heel run. Somebody, I should say. But there's not a lot of people can work with Kane like somebody like Daniel Bryan, though. Well, I understand that. Then don't put him against them if they if they can. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying do it now. Why is Kane even? Why are we talking about Kane? We're talking about the Battle Royal. <laughs> Someone's yelling at Kane's back. Well, whatever. The battle the battle royal was stupid. They could have just stupid. had Apollo Crews. It was a stupid idea. You want to know what was stupid? This is what was stupid. In the beginning when SmackDown started, they had a bunch of superstars around the ring talking about the WWE Championship. Why was there girls there? Why was there the women's division around the ring? Like Eva Marie. You mean all six of them? You, you, you mean all six of them? I'm pretty sure there's like more than six. Like seven at least. Wow, seven! <laughs> and remember, everybody, this—you guys think the draft? You think you guys think the brand split would be good for SmackDown? Seven women wrestling each other every well, actually, week. Well, actually, that, that was, that was before the decisions made. People, a lot of people think they could have made the draft a lot better, which I could see. The, the, they what they should have done is they should have had the women's division on one brand and the tag team division on the other, so nothing would get stale. Then like, SmackDown like, would have been a bunch of tag matches. Do you want that? Yeah, but it would be, but it would be exclusive. But you could have SmackDown on Raw. I mean, you could have uh, the tag team division on Raw. And I'm not saying you have to have a tag, like a tag team match, like a bunch of tag team matches every, like every week. You have one tag team match a week, but you showcase them all. But it's, I'm sorry, but people are not gonna like to see the same six women on SmackDown every single week. That's why you got seven. <laughs> You Isaac. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Zack Ryder tweaked his knee. He didn't botch, alright? Okay. Uh Rhino came back. There you Why couldn't promo. he okay, here's another thing. Miz, he's your intercontinental champion. The second most important title right now in WWE. And you have him job to a guy he's not even gonna feud with. He didn't that, he had a match? Yeah, he had a match against Randy Orton. Oh, I didn't see that. That is I think that was the dumbest booking decision. 
put him up against Rhino and have Rhino win. You can have a few. Oh my god, that'd be set. great to see Rhino become IC title because then you could get that push off of to a new guy. Which the thing is, you could have had Rhino against oh, the Miz on I'm SmackDown. Tired. You have Rhino win. That sets up for a feud at SummerSlam. But what benefit comes out of Randy Orton beating the Miz? I don't know. I think that Randy Orton just needs a push going on to Lesnar. You thinking about that? He does, but he could have beat anybody else. Put him up against Heath Slater for all I care. Well, put him up. Have him have like a little SmackDown. I would like to see Miz versus Slater for the title, and then maybe give Slater a little push he deserves because he's done a lot. But that match, they have have that match. It'll have to open up a pay per view if they put that match after like if they put that match like right in the middle, people will crap on it because there's just no way. Yeah. Well, again, most of the first matches of the pay-per-view are like the... Okay, but well, hold on. But speaking of pay-per-views, something that scares the crap out of me is brand-exclusive pay-per-views. Think about it like this. Think about it like this. SmackDown is two hours, and about half of the show is filled with commercials or matches that don't make any sense, like Miz versus Randy Orton, or, you know, just people... My balls. People jobbing. Just people jobbing out. And how are they supposed to book a three-hour pay-per-view with feuds? I don't know. You tell me. I don't know. It's going to suck. Well, I, I, It's going to be, what, like twice a month? I think so. One pay- Like Backlash is the next SmackDown pay-per-view they announced. Oh, God. What do you, th- what do you think uh, the new Raw pay-per-view is going to be? Armageddon Day? Judgment Day? I don't fucking know. I, I think it's going to be Clash of the Champions. It should be No Mercy. That would be fucking dope. Oh, oh, oh. It, it, honestly, it should be Capital Punishment, but that's just... Lowercase Punishment. The main event was Bray Wyatt <laughs> versus AJ Styles versus John Cena versus Dolph Ziggler versus... Okay, just shut up. Just shut up real quick. Dolph Ziggler should have not won that match. I think he should have won that match because I thought it was obvious if AJ Styles won or Bray Wyatt. No, but the thing is, I don't think Dolph Ziggler deserves it right now. Like I, I it's do. three year, it's three years okay. too late, okay. dude. Let me let me tell you this right now. Uh, what 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 makes Bray Wyatt deserve it? Because he's been ha- he's been having to he's been having to go he's through been all losing these crap. Every match. But, no, because he has the Wyatt family. The Eric Rowe did Braun Strowman slow him down. But John and Cena and AJ Styles wouldn't have won because they got a feud right now. I don't want. I don't really want. I didn't want AJ Styles to win. I liked it. Okay, feud. out of out of everyone in that match, who who do you think would have been the best pick to win? I think it would have been Bray Wyatt or really? Baron Corbin or Baron. You hate Corbin, Baron Corbin. I do hate him, but it would have been unpredictable. You know what else is unpredictable? Dolph Ziggler winning. But he doesn't deserve it. It's three He's years too over late. With the crowd. WWE. He's getting pushed now when nobody okay. cares. Let's he, talk about wrestling-wise. What do you want to see? Baron Corbin versus Dol- uh, Dean Ambrose or Z- uh, Dolph Ziggler versus Dean Ambrose? I would like to see Dolph Ziggler versus Dean Ambrose, but that is not a WWE championship match. I'm sorry. Well, we, a, how many weeks mid, until backlash? That's a that that is that's a mid card. That's that's a mid card champion. How, that's a mid card title match. I would say. How not, how I, many how many uh, weeks we got until SummerSlam? Like four, okay. I think. That's enough to give a great build to the storyline. They can make. I'm Dean not Ambrose. saying the storyline's gonna suck. I just don't think Dolph Ziggler should have been in it. I think he should be doing other stuff. And I don't know. <laughs> well, 
Oh, I, I just think I, I just think WWE did this at the worst time. They start now they're going to start pushing him when we don't want. We wanted it two three years ago, and they wouldn't give it to us. And now they're going to give it to us when we don't care. All I gotta say is, uh, Zach Ryder tweaked his knee. Is that uh, ladies and gentlemen? That has been the episode of Heel Turn Wrestling Podcast. All right, we'll we'll be right back after these commercial breaks. Uh, Cameron, shout your social media. I don't want you to follow me on social media. All right, well, follow my Twitter <laughs> at the Hipster Isaac, at the Hipster Isaac on Twitter, Instagram, as well as on Facebook. Check us out, Heel Turn Wrestling. We'll be right back. Worth killing for. Worth going to hell for. Blacky Six, Phantom. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, well, we're going to have a lot more content coming up soon. It's been a while. We've all been having our own shit to do. That's why I didn't promise a schedule when I, when I came back last time. So, uh, oh my god. Anything else you want to talk about? Like, what, what could we expect from, from Raw next week? I'm I'm expecting a raw. Like, I have high expectations, but I just have a gut feeling that I'm gonna get let down. I don't know why, but I just not, I'm not expecting as good. You think we're gonna see Lesnar on on SmackDown next week? I have a feeling one of the upcoming SmackDowns we're gonna see Lesnar. No, Lesnar's gonna be on Raw next week. They announced it. Oh my God! Why would he put one dude on the other freaking roster? <laughs> oh. I'm- it's like stereotypical Vince McMahon booking right there. Christ. Uh, they, oh, well, I wanted to ask you this before. Uh, do you think they're going to, like, bury Lesnar after his whole drug use thing? Oh, no way. I don't think so. I, f- I have a feeling that it could end in a draw. Maybe. No, there's no way. Randy Orton's going to lose, trust me. because I would. There's no way Randy Orton's winning. I have a feeling. I'm just saying. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, uh, if it does, you don't know, Dolph, uh, Dolph Ziggler, <laughs> the fuck, Brock Lesnar, imagine Dolph Ziggler versus Mark Hunt, would you like to see that? You would like to see that, wouldn't you? Black is X, Phantom, alright, anyways, those of you who didn't hear, we're going to play the Grim Reefer interview, <laughs> those of you who don't know, this guy is huge in the independent scene, uh, <laughs> Make sure you listen to us next week. It's going to be a great show. We're going to have my boy Rob from LAW. Also a very great businessman. A cigar aficionado, as he likes to say. Uh, we're going to have him next week as a guest. So keep the lookout for that. We're going to have a bunch of other talent. Heel Turn Wrestling at Heel Turn Pod. Heel Turn Wrestling on Facebook. 
Uh, I want to give a quick, oh yeah, quick shout outs. Uh, Matt, Homebook Mike, Mark, uh, the dude from the corner store. Raymond. Pepe. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Uh, Ecuador, shout out to Ecuador Shout out to Ecuador, shout out to Ecuador. You can't forget about Ecuador. Uh, We're going to be releasing our mock draft. We, we, We decided, like, to release it afterwards because... Yeah, we did it like a month ago, and yeah. some uh, Isaac drafted somebody that made me want to kill myself. Well, so yeah, he might be from Ecuador. I mean, what? I didn't say that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we we knew the draft wasn't going to be that good, and uh, we wanted to know if other people would like ours more than the current one. So we're going to be releasing that soon. More interviews to come. Last words, Cameron. No, I don't have any last words. All I have to say is SmackDown's going to suck. SmackDown's awesome. Um, you get. You guys aren't. You, uh, don't come crying to go good old salty cam when SmackDown <laughs> is going down the drain. Cam. Don't go crying to him when Zack Ryder tweaks his knee and botches like he says. But uh, okay, this is the Grim Reaper interview. Enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Isaac. I'm here with Grim Reefer. Uh, we're right here at BCW Recombination Wrestling. Uh, Reef, how you doing, man? Good. What's going on, heel turn? Heel turn. Yeah, uh, we have a lot of fans that actually watch some of your matches. Uh, a lot of comments asking, are you Enzo Amore's dad? <laughs> that's, my, that's my little cousin. <laughs> <laughs> little cousin. Where, where, where did you grow up? Like, where are you, where are you from? From Ozone Park. Ozone Park. I got a lot of uh, friends over there. That's pretty cool. Are you a Mets fan or Yankee? Yankee fan. Oh, you're not going to like my friends. Yo, Matt, if you're listening. I like them if they were Yankee fans either. Exactly. Yo, Matt, uh, you better you better step off, man. Uh, people listening right now that don't know who uh, Grim Reefer is, why don't you like explain who is Grim Reefer? Well, I've been around since 99. I'm from the doghouse. I was trained by homicide. And uh, I've been all over the indie circuit. If you don't know, then just Google me, YouTube me, yeah. you know. The doghouse was in, uh, was it like close to Ozone? Originally it was in Ozone Park, the first doghouse on 101st Avenue. <laughs> then, then it moved to Jamaica Avenue, 940 Jamaica. Okay, that's what, that's what's up. Uh, how, how was it like with, with Hamzai? I know, uh, hasn't uh, E.C. Negro also been in that school too? Yeah, he was like one of the last students before close. The yeah. doghouse was like the Wild West. If you were weak in any way, you got the shit beat out of you and yeah. you're out of there. It's not like how it is today where the gates are wide open. Indie wrestling in general, is, there's a boom right now. Like it, it, it seems like it really changed. What do, you, what do you think is a big thing that has changed from that time to now in indie wrestling? Well, I see a lot of, recently I see a lot of good talent coming out. For a while it was a lot of shit, but that, that's fault of the promoters yeah. booking shit just for their own pockets or whatever, but whatever's whatever. I'm just here to perform good and have the crowd pop. That's it. Talk about performing. You've been uh, someone that that people look up to. Uh, someone that that that's like they don't they don't give a fuck type of attitude. You know, I really admire that, and uh, I feel like a lot of people don't even do that anymore. Uh, which is like like what you said that the wrestling industry has evolved since then. Uh, now you were in Ring of Honor. Uh, were you in TNA? No, I did some work with NWA, but okay. I got to a little. When it started off. A little something with this guy, Michael Shane. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Yeah. 
do you do you plan on like going anywhere like Ring of Honor or TNA in the future? Oh yeah, I plan on giving it one last good run. Yeah, I see it because you, you, dude, you're you you have an itch. I'm not even lying right now. You still move. I've seen some recent matches. You're in Fight the World. You're in all these pr promotions in New York. Uh, even if I'm not in the promotions, my moves are. Exactly. Oh, dude, that a lot of a lot of people actually has been. Uh, Talking about this this match, I don't know if you've seen it. Ricochet versus Will Osprey. Have you have you ever heard of uh, that big match everyone's talking about? Yeah, I've seen it on uh, the internet gimmick. Ricochet is definitely good. Uh, I worked him when he was first coming up. He looked nothing like he does now. Oh yeah. Still a good worker back then, but not compared to what he is now. Forget it. Definitely one top shelf. I know uh, the the indie scene right there in Japan and and Britain and even New York here with all the promotions coming out right now it's it's just drastically increasing right now and uh, I know you're you're a part of Fight the World correct? Yeah, Fight the World Wrestling. Uh, now can you just uh, give a shout out to uh, where the school is or people that want to be a wrestler? Well, the schools that are uh, in the House of Glory school we uh, do Mondays and Wednesdays from six to nine. If you ever want to come check it out. I've got a nice fresh, fresh crop of kids, and uh, that's about it. And you're you're involved in this. Uh, it's, it's like a six a six way matchup, a flight night, correct? Yeah. In order to get the concept, you got to be Albert Einstein because it's a little complicated. I know you have to like eliminate one by by one, and then you could go outside and wait until the next opponent's going to be uh, eliminated. As Basically, well. to break it down easy is it starts off six guys. The first guy to get the pin. Gets his gets the weight on the outside for the other pin. Once the other pin occurs, it's just a one-on-one -on -one with the guy who got the first pin. You're already confused. So am I. But I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I, I, there's this opponent. Uh, I looked at the card. Dick, this fucking Dicky Moon. J just just blast on this Dicky Moon right now. Uh, I don't. I know he's listening. I don't really know much about him. I know he's my boy's student. Well, we're gonna see what he's about tonight. Personally, he looks dirty, but. That's his gimmick. He's a dirtbag. He's a hippie. Yeah. Now, talk about opponents. I'm asking you two final questions. Uh, the first off, going with, uh, do you do you have like a favorite opponent so far in your wrestling career that uh, you just will never forget that matchup with that opponent? Wow, that's, a, that's such a hard question because I had so many good opponents. It's, it's real hard. I mean, I wrestled. You give a, wrestled. you could give a top three or anything. Doesn't matter. Frankie Azarian, I definitely had a classic with Teddy Hard. I had a, a nice one. I'm trying to think. Loki, I had a lot of matches in the doghouse with, which were, which were great. But there's so many guys that it's, Ricky Reyes was fucking great to work with. So many guys that uh, I can't really give a, I could give a top 20, top 30, you know what I mean? But I try to have a good match with it. I try to be versatile with everybody's style, and that's the key to longevity. You can't just be one-dimensional because eventually you're going to, Russell opponents, different size, different style. If you can't adapt to it, you're going to have a shit match. So I try to have a great match every time I go out there. Yeah, people usually think it's all about flipping and, and doing these high spots. I, I think a big factor in matches is adaption to whoever you go against. So the, the options are, are endless, you know. And uh, I just want to know, in the future, do you have anyone in mind that you want to go against? A, a dream match, if you will. A dream match? Uh... No, I don't. I don't really have a dream match. I just take it day by day. Whatever opponent comes my way, they knock on your door, and that's it. That's it. I'm ready for. I'm ready for it. That's it. All right, man. So, uh, any any shouts for social media or anything you want to shout out? No. <laughs> yeah, fuck that shit. <laughs> fuck that shit. <laughs>
Yeah. So much time on that internet, Jim. Yeah, man. Uh, listen, thank you. Exactly. If you're not in New York, you're missing out. All right. You could drive here, take the fucking train, take. Shout out to all my handball people out there. Yo, Knickerbocker. <laughs> Let me stop. Uh, yo, Grim, thank you so much, man. Um, hopefully we get to meet again soon, and good luck in your contest, man. No problem, big guy, and he's wearing some tight, tight jeans like the rest of these youngsters. What's going on with that? It, it, it kind of feels good. I'm not, I'm not even going to... It feels good. <laughs> All right. Yo, can you just throw pants back <laughs> See you guys later. He'll turn around soon. Thanks a lot. Bye. Thank you, man. That was, that was fun. <laughs>